0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. The following is a presentation of Podcast One. What the hell is Brett Favre doing here? Eric Bowling and Brett Favre on everything from politics and sports to business and culture. This year has been insane. I got some advice for y'all. Take two weeks
1: off and quit. That man right there, number four, Brett Favre. first NFL completion, and it's to himself.
0: It's big time and prime time.
1: That's why right, Brett Favre is
0: Brett Favre. Yep. Now it's Bowling with Favre. All right, here we go. Week 6, three, nine, dropping, and we have a big show. Brett, awesome to see you again, my friend. Everything good down there in Hattiesburg, Mississippi.
1: Everything's good. Uh, lots to talk about. Um, your friend, Megan Kelly, on our show.
0: My good friend. How much did you have to pay her for that? We didn't have to pay her anything for that. We just happened to get lucky. We booked her for this, this date, this Tuesday, because we, we tape on Tuesdays, and it just happens to be you know, a little bit a day after uh, the the big Meghan Markle and, and, uh, and, and Harry interview that Oprah did. And Meghan Kelly has a ton to say about that. We're going to get we're going to get right to that in just a minute. But let's first talk about our friends at IP Vanish, if you don't mind. Today, we're welcoming back IP Vanish to the show, and we've talked about them a lot, but. If you're new to the show, IPVanish is a virtual private network, a VPN for short. A VPN is a super important tool that helps you safely browse the Internet. You can use a VPN on computers, tablets, phones, even things like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So you use a VPN and all your data is encrypted. And that's really, really important. What you're reading, what you're searching, what you're watching, whatever it is you're doing.
1: IP Vanish helps you remain anonymous and secure on the Internet, and it's really affordable at $3.49 a month.
0: $3.49 a month, just the way Brett said at $3.49 or $2,799 a year. You can help protect your online privacy and security. Here's everything you get, an anonymous IP address, and that's important because every IP address is linked to you personally unless you get something from IPVanish, which means your personal IP address can't be tracked by anyone on the web. You'll be able to circumvent any online censorship and get protection when using public Wi-Fi. Plus, 24-7 support. Email them, chat with them, even call them. They're there to help. IP vanishes back with an even better deal, offering you 65% off right now. Yeah, so go to IPVanish.com slash Favre, F-A-V-R-E, to claim your 65% savings. They have plans starting at just $3.49 a month or twenty seven ninety nine a year. Sign up now with our discount and get a VPN for 65% off their usual offering. Remember, IPVanish.com slash Favre to get the deal and start protecting yourself online. And now, as promised, let's bring in one of my good friends, uh, awesome, awesome podcaster, one of the smartest people in the world, and by the way, has a lot to say about a very important recent interview, my good friend, Megan Kelly. Megan, thank you for joining the Bowling with Farb podcast.
2: Hi, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So
0: as we speak right now, news is breaking about this big interview. The, the, uh, The Queen put out a statement. We'll get to that in just a second. But I just read, coming across the wire... Did I read Pierce Morgan is now leaving uh, Good Morning Britain?
2: Yes, I can't believe it. I'm shocked. I have to say I'm stunned uh, because he's been such an important part of that morning show for years. I mean, I go on Good Morning Britain all the time and the discussions are always fiery. And Pierce, he's always skating the line. uh, And the statement doesn't make clear whose decision this was. Um, he left, he stormed off the set this morning in in an interview he was having with a a man who I think is their weathercaster, uh, who was talking about the Markle interview. What can we, we do
0: this? We have that. We have the sound, Rob. Will you play that? And I understand that you've got a personal relationship with Meg Markle or had one and she cut you off. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. OK, I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No, uh, sorry. Do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe not my No, 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 thought. no. no. I'm, I'm being... Sorry. Can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behaviour. And you know, I, I watched that clip. Megan and it, it did seem like that guy, whoever he was, if it, i don 't know who he was, but it I was, just read
2: that he was the weather guy i actually don 't know if he yeah,
0: and, but, but it was more about he was critiquing Pierce Morgan rather than the interview i mean I, who would who would sit there and listen to that on national television?
2: well, so I watched the exchange that those two had, which I believe that the two clips were cut up, so i i but I believe the order was this fourteen minute clip came first and then came the two minute walk off and Piers was trying to make the point that Meghan Markle didn't tell the truth when she said baby Archie wasn't going to be a prince because she thought of his skin color. And Pierce was saying that's not true, that baby Archie was never going to be a prince. And that, that was understood about Harry's children before he ever even met Meghan Markle because where he is in the birth order and royal rules. But baby Archie will become a prince if Harry and Meghan want him to when Charles becomes king. It's, you know, the royal w- rules. Um, so he was trying to say these are the facts. And the other guy was like, but, but that was her lived experience. <laughs> Pierce is getting aggravated, like, but, but these are the facts. She can't have lived experience about the royal rules that have been in place for 100 years. You know, so that's what they were clashing about. But I think what got him in trouble, according to what I'm reading, is there were, there were some 40,000 complaints yesterday about he, he basically called BS on Meghan Markle as a whole, like everything she said. And people thought that included her claims that she was suicidal. And Piers clarified on the air this morning, saying it wasn't that. I just I don't believe you know that she he, he did say he didn't believe that she reported it to the uh, you know royal family or whoever it is. She said she reported it to. So there was some skirmish uh, about what he said, and I don't know whether he left of his own volition or they pushed him out. But it's it's stunning to me.
0: Yeah, this is stunning. one of those big moves. But and and we we just kind of were lucky to have Megyn Kelly in, in the seat on Tuesday after this big interview because you're very jazzed, you're very fired up about that interview. I've I've been watching your tweets. Can I play a soundbite that that just blew me away when I heard it? And I'd like you to react because I think you've been you've been on this one too, Rob, Rob. Give me "Trapped" if you don't mind. Do you think you would have left or ever stepped back, were it not for Megan? Hmm. No, I, the answer to your question is no. I you wouldn't, would not have. I, wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been able to because I myself was trapped as well. I didn't see she a way trapped. out. She felt trapped? You were trapped? Yeah, I didn't see a way out. But you'd had this life your whole life. This has been your life your whole life. Yeah, but, you know, I was trapped, but I didn't know I was trapped. The Please race- explain how you, Prince Harry, raised in a palace, in a life of privilege, literally a prince, how you were trapped within the system like the rest of my family are my father and my brother they
1: are trapped they don't get to leave and i have huge compassion for that
0: so megan prince harry or harry trapped your thoughts. you know
2: that that clip her clips talking about how hard it was to go on the royal tours how she had to smile all the time, and she did it, but it was just grueling. I mean, keep in mind the year we've had. The, the number, let, Let's just take the frontline workers, the doctors and the nurses and the healthcare workers in the hospitals trying to save lives at every turn, working 24-hour shifts, surrounded by dead bodies in their country and ours. To go out there and not have any perspective on what real suffering looks like was really out of touch. I mean, it was to be charitable to these two, grossly out of touch. Like, and there wasn't even a shout out to, to the year we've had to the the, I mean, the lives lost in both of our countries. Right. It was just that the royal tours were grueling and it was so hard for me. And the media was very nasty. And then with him, he was trapped. I'm sure I'm sure it's hard to, to leave the royal family, although many people have done it. Um, but like every single every single expense in that guy's life has been paid for by the British taxpayers. He's never paid for one thing of his own. They lauded love and affection on him since before birth. And did he sound grateful to you? Was there even a nod to the British populace by saying, I love them. I'm so grateful for all they've given me and and the life that they've helped afford me. Just turns out I'm not a right fit for this job. Nothing. It was just
0: poor me. The trapped part that I didn't get was because I remember before Megan seeing a lot of video of, Harry in clubs in Las Vegas, drinking and partying all over the place. I'm thinking if you got to be trapped, I mean, it's not a bad way to be trapped for, for, for your, the rest of your life.
2: Honestly. And like, like to, to her point about how difficult the Royal tours were, Eric, do you have any doubt that she was on the Royal tours with silver tray service provided for her by dozens of Royal staffers that she flew private on her way there, that her every whim and need was taken care of before and after the fact. So she heard the difficulty was it required some energy and she had to smile a lot like I'm sorry. And I, the, the media is a whole different story. We can get into that that level of complaints and the allegations that the royal family didn't take her her serious depression seriously is its own very dark and wrong lane. If that's true, that's like seriously bad. But for the most part, what she was complaining about when it came to royal life was all foreseeable stuff. She wasn't going to be able to control her own media. She wasn't going to be able to live her life exactly as she wanted. And sometimes she was going to have to do the mundane work that comes with being a royal, which is not all rainbows and unicorns. A lot of times going to the community center and shaking hands and smiling.
0: You know, um, Brad, do you want to weigh in on any of this? Because I'm thinking of people who are, I don't know, treated Look, we come from a, 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 a an age where when you're growing up playing sports, for example, you're lucky. I, I pushed. We helped to push start our first bus in minor league baseball. I mean, it was, it was when an old school bus and didn't have, a, didn't have a start or we had to push start the bus. I mean, things have changed. I, I, Meghan Markle and Harry trapped?
1: Kids are spoiled. And, and they're, you know, we're partly to blame. We're mostly to blame for it, uh, wanting to provide everything that we didn't have for our kids. And uh, there's a, a, a really a lack of respect from the younger generation out there today to the older generation. And, um, again, we're, we're, you know, we're a big part of that, that reason. Uh, but I'm sitting here listening to Trapped, and I saw a little bit of the interview. Trapped as being on a commercial flight with, you know, two knuckleheads sitting beside you that you don't know and you're, you're going to China or, or wherever. And th- that's trapped. I mean, you're flying in private planes and I've been fortunate enough to, to make money and, and, uh, I don't go commercial as much as I can. Um, and it's, I, I'm extremely thankful and blessed. Uh, uh you know, it sure beats the alternative, but, but, uh, but you're right. I watched what little bit I watched. I, Megan, I there was no. I mean, it was spoiled. Is the best I can come
0: up uh, uh, Rob, can we can we can we jump to the second soundbite? And I know this is the one that's made the rounds, but I I think Megan, there's there's a backup, there's a follow up to the soundbite I want to ask you about Oprah. Go ahead, Satu. How how about Archie's color? Let's talk. And about
2: also, that. concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And who who is having that conversation with you? What? So um, there is a conversation. Hold Hold up. up. There several right conversations. There are several conversations. There's a conversation it. with you with Harry about how dark your baby is going to be. Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Ooh.
0: And you're not going to tell me who had the conversation?
2: I think that would be very damaging to them. Okay.
0: And Megan, I think, you, I think you had said there's a fail there on Oprah's part by not following up aggressively.
2: Yeah. I know. I mean, it's so funny, Eric, because, of course, you criticize Oprah and you get a bunch of, you know, you know, what slung at you. I don't care. I've been very laudatory about Oprah my entire career. Right. I've talked about my love for Oprah. It's waned in the past few years, I'll be honest. But that doesn't mean she's perfect. And what I could have used in that interview were some follow ups, like not just on that question, but on that question, too. She should have said, you know, did you give any thought to casting this dispersion um, without being willing to name names? Because now you've been the entire royal family. Mm-hmm. Or even just was it the Queen? Was it Prince Philip? Who's 99 years old and in a hospital right now? Will you at least rule them out? And Oprah had to come on the next day on CBS this morning and say, OK, they contacted me and they want to say it's not the Queen and Prince Philip. So her, her follow up there would have been beneficial even to them. And even when Harry claimed that the, things turned for Meghan within the royal family after the Australia tour, because he was implying she was such a dynamo and so amazing that jealousy Took over within the royal family. Well, who who's jealous? What do you base that on? What did they say? How did it change? What specifically? Right. Like, let's get into it. The, The facts. I mean, I practiced law for 10 years. The facts are what tell the story. Show, don't tell. Tell me the evidence behind that claim so I can make up my own mind on whether your sweeping conclusion is true or it's not. So
0: I've I've watched you work and I remember specifically there was a show that you were doing and and to, to ask that tough follow up question or to hold someone accountable on the spot is real journalism. And the reason why I'll never forget Lou Dobbs, I think, was on with you and you just he said something and you stood him up and said, explain yourself, sir. And he had a hard time doing it. Why didn't Oprah? At that moment, realize how big of a noose I mean, that w- that created not ripples, but a tsunami around the world that the, the someone within the, the confines of parliament or within the, within the confines of the, the crown is racist. And why wasn't there a follow up? Did Oprah fail in her interview?
2: Well, look, this is a very chummy interview. They're neighbors They've become friends since Meghan, who only met Oprah once, invited Oprah to the royal wedding. So Meghan Markle wanted this interview for a long time, just as badly as Oprah did. Meghan Markle has wanted to be a star for a long, long time. And now she is. So this is her moment that she dreamed of having with Oprah. Um, and they're, they're friends. And Oprah, while well, she started off as a journalist in Baltimore and actually earned you know her sort of credentials out on the streets of Baltimore doing real reporting, moved into the talk show business. And got to a place where what she did for a living looked very different than what a hard news reporter does. And that's where she's been ever since. I mean, Oprah, she did the sort of response to that alleged documentary about Michael Jackson on HBO. Remember that thing? Mm-hmm. Where they put on those two guys and Oprah came on and they, it was just like a cleanup in aisle seven. where it was like, was he as bad as we thought? And she had the two guys. No tough questions, Eric. I mean, I spent five minutes looking into those two guys. And they have so many red flags in their stories. I'm not saying that they weren't telling the truth. I'm saying as a journalist, you'd have to ask about them. You would have to. One of the guys was under oath and, and ordered by a court to turn over all of his book materials that he allegedly written about Michael Jackson. And he didn't. He lied that he didn't have it. Did she ask about that? No. Well, the viewer could have used that information. It's just Oprah has a different approach. And people need to understand when they watch her. This is a talk show host who's in a different game than a hard-hitting news reporter would be. And that's certainly one of the reasons they chose her.
0: Before we move on, do you want to grade Oprah's performance?
2: I'll give her a B+, plus because Oprah has a nice style and conversational and warm and makes you feel like everything is happening dynamically and organically, and it's not. I mean, people who, with all due respect to Oprah, the reason that was such a great interview is because they were willing to talk. Those two were willing to talk. And if you don't think that there was a pre-interview with Oprah's staff where Oprah knew all that stuff that was coming, you're nuts. That's how it works. She knew all the stuff that Megan was going to say, and she's masterful at pulling it out in a way that seems natural. But we needed more journalism in moments there, and we didn't get it.
0: Yeah, Brett, your thoughts you want to weigh in here? I I just wonder uh, your thoughts, Megan. Do
1: you think one of the reasons maybe they they left it kind of in the air is maybe it's not true.
2: I believed that claim. I didn't think that was untrue listening to it. She said a bunch of stuff that I didn't believe. I don't believe she didn't Google Harry when she was dating him. I don't believe she true. thought meeting the queen was gonna be the same as meeting some random LA celebrity <laughs> bull, right? Like that that stuff didn't make any sense to me, but I believed this claim because they were both telling it and it's so extraordinary. I mean, she'd have to be like, have a screw loose to, to be making this up. Um, And so, uh, but but I disagree. I think they should have had a long talk with each other about the consequences of releasing the story without the name, because now they've impugned everybody within the royal family. What they're basically saying, especially now having ruled out Queen Elizabeth and Prince Charles, uh, Prince Philip, is that it was Charles or it was William. So one of the next two future kings of England is a raging racist. That's what they're saying. And you can't drop that bomb without attaching it to a name. You just... That's that's a really heavy burden to lay on the remaining two guys.
0: Now, I, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but is there uh, if, you, if it's true in, in the pre interview said, you know, someone said they're going to drop this bomb and, and Oprah wisely and, and Harpo Productions wisely didn't drop it prior to the actual interview. They saved it for the interview, which is brilliant. Uh, they got 17 and a half million viewers, et cetera. Is there is 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 it a setup for part two?
2: Mm, I mean, I think Meghan and Harry would look so bad if they did part two that they, they can't and they're smart enough to realize they won't, that they shouldn't. You know, this is supposed to be their swan song, right? This is supposed to be we want privacy now. We're going to sort of do our thing as private citizens. And this is just our chance to clear the air. But I mean, no sooner did they do it than they release new pictures of themselves, right? <laughs> like with the baby, like, yeah, okay. I, I don't. I'm not sure how somebody who wants privacy does a hundred million dollar deal with Netflix and a 50 million dollar deal with Spotify for podcasts and shows like doesn't seem like living the private life. But, you know, you
0: do you. They want to be Hollywood stars. I mean, it, it strikes me is that that is the goal. They stay at Tyler Perry's $25 million, whatever million-dollar mansion. They they live down the block from Oprah. They, they give her a, a massively high profile. They drop a bomb in, in the queen's lap, so to speak. And, and they're in their signing deals left and right. And in the meantime, Brett, they're complaining about how tough it was, in Megan's point, to smile when she had to shake someone's hand. Do you know how mind numbing yeah, it is I'm for her to I'm have I'm to sure. do that. I mean that's painful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, you know, I I'm at a lot, loss for words. I,
2: well let me can I ask you something? Let me ask you something, guys. Prince Harry, one of his complaints was that when they moved to Canada, they got and, and left the royal family, they got cut off from the money, which meant their security wasn't going to be paid for by the Queen anymore because they weren't doing the Queen's business anymore. And he actually wanted us to feel sorry for him that he only now, at that point, prior to his big deals, had his mother's inheritance to rely upon, which, according to reports, is any place between 15 and 25 million dollars. And how is a man who's never had to pay for a single thing of his own in his entire life because the British taxpayers were out there digging ditches in the streets, paid for all of his, his needs till from zero to 36 how is a man supposed to pay for a security team with 15 to $25 million? I was like, this is the most out-of-touch couple I've ever heard yeah. of in my life.
1: No, you're absolutely right. I, one of my questions was gonna be, I, which I, I, now you've, you've answered it, did the uh, royal family still provide protection for him? Well, I got that answer.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you guys are both self-made. You know, Eric was just on my show. We talked about how he grew up, a uh, relatively poor kid in Chicago and was embarrassed that he couldn't get the sneakers he wanted to hear this guy who I mean, literally grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth True. talk about how he couldn't possibly f- f- uh, pay for the security for his own child because Queen Elizabeth won't pay for it. I don't know why everyone's not recoiling in shock at that. Why, I, well, why I, is the story why any why aren't they? other than that?
0: Why aren't they? Why, why is America and the rest of the world going, Oh poor megan! oh poor harry how how awful of you know it must have been for them to have to deal with with that behind the scenes i mean for god's sake, there're people as you pointed out in earlier in the, the this interview, we just lost a half a million people in america to covid people are out of work work- restaurant workers are they're they're dying they can't they can't afford to live and these tone deaf arrogant s o b snobs are worried about. How much security they're going to get. believe me, they're going to have security wherever they go. Well, right?
2: And can I say something else? The, the the media is so hypocritical, as usual, like they're they're indignant that any attacks would be launched based on on race by the press over in Britain. And a few were. That's true. A few newspapers had really racist things about Megan. But the vast majority were very complimentary. They were in love with her over there. And I, I went over and covered the royal wedding and I could speak to that firsthand. But I mean, that same press will turn around and call Larry Elder and Uncle Tom or um, say that Dan Crenshaw, the, the um, not Dan Crenshaw, Daniel Cameron, the black attorney general in the state of- um, Kentucky. Kentucky, thank you, who didn't go after the Brianna Taylor cops, the, guy who, the, the cops who, who killed Brianna Taylor. They'll say he's skin folk, but not kinfolk. Those racial attacks, those are just fine. But the ones that were launched against Meghan Markle have the have everybody over here you know, in, in an uproar, as they should be in an uproar, but it should be universal. And they shouldn't be, a, they shouldn't be allowed to throw those kind of barbs at conservative uh, people of color just because their views don't line up with the presses politically.
0: If, if there wasn't double standards in media, Meghan, there'd be no standards at all. All right, we're going to have to leave it there. My friends, always great to have Megan Kelly on. Always, Megan, Megan's always great to talk to you. One of my, right. Good
2: luck with everything. It's great to see you guys together.
0: Thank you, guys. Thank you. Brett, you good? I'm good. It was uh, all, nice. all right, Megan, we'll talk to you soon.
2: Bye, team. That was fun.
0: All kinds of departments across the nation, police, fire, EMS, medical workers on the front lines all deal with constrained budgets and outdated gear and end up paying out of their own pocket for gear they need to do their job. But there's still a job to do and you need to get the gear to do it. That's why we love GovX.
1: Big re- retailers don't care about you and your sacrifices so long as you're clicking the add to cart button. So GovX created an online community that honors who you are, and the cause you
0: serve. Yeah, GovX works directly with brands and negotiate the best prices possible because you deserve the gear you need at the prices you've earned. Plus, you can trust that the gear you're ordering is 100% authentic, direct from the manufacturers. The GovX catalog features best-selling, recognizable brands like Oakley, Yeti, Garmin, Vortex Optics, Benchmade, Danner, and more.
1: GovX not only delivers the deals on the gear you need, It's got the fun stuff, too. Everything from
0: camping and survival gear, Bluetooth speakers, even tailgating coolers. And once you're a GovEx member, your membership earns you discounts on everything they've got. All you need to do is sign up for free, no subscription fees, no re-upping your membership every year. Once you're approved, you're a fully-fledged GovX member for life. So if you're an American of service, a current or former member of the military, firefighting, frontline medical, or law enforcement communities... Join GovX for free and enjoy a community that honors and gives back to patriots like you. Okay, my friend, a lot going on in the sports world. Quarterback palooza, so to speak. Now, you and I had talked about this. Where's Where's uh, Russell, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? And one of the places that you, you said was, was going to be a tough choice would be the Dallas Cowboys, because what are you going to do with Dak Prescott? Well, we found out this week, didn't we?
1: Yeah, for what, four years, 160 million? Um uh, 126 million guaranteed. That's that's the key number in this whole deal. Hey, if you're in Dak Prescott's camp, you gotta be pumped big time.
0: Yeah, they eliminated I, they eliminated any question marks of what, what they, they they took they took Dallas Cowboys and drew a, a black line right through it. Not even a red line, maybe a right. black line. You can't even see at Dak Prescott's uh, Cowboy's name anymore on on Russell Wilson's potential landing? Well, uh, it, no,
1: it's it's a no go for Dallas. But you know, I, my first thought is Jerry Jones is a has always been a gambler, and this is a big gamble. Uh, I like Dak. Um, I, I know him a little a little bit. He and my nephew are big buddies. I think he's an excellent quarterback. Will he be after this injury? I, I suspect he will be because I'm sure they did their due diligence and, and you know, I mean, obviously they have, if you're guaranteeing that, that amount of money, but it's a gamble. Um, Hey, I'm not in any way, shape or form uh, against Dak Prescott. I, I wish him well. I think he's, when he's healthy uh, and, in the right situation, he's damn good.
0: So, 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 I'm doing the math, and I'm pretty good with numbers, Brett. Uh, it's 32 million guaranteed per year, if I'm not mistaken. That's that, it, if they don't make a play. That that's two million dollars a game <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah, two well, a that game. should co-
1: that that should cover your uh, <laughs> your rent or your mortgage in in Dallas. I hear real estate's pretty high there.
0: <laughs> so, what does that leave? It looks like the Bears are are uh, are, are jonesing. For for Russell Wilson, I think the
1: Bears. I, I, well, I, I'll go back to what I said last week. I think the best fit for Seattle is to keep him. What? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, what's the alternative? You tell me a better alternative. For Chicago, I mean, you do. You you. Uh, I think you do all you can to get him. Uh, And there's a lot of teams out there that could use that type of player. Chicago, I mean, if they want to compete with Green Bay year in and year out, they got to get a stud quarterback. And Russell's still got a lot of good years left.
0: And this goes back to the the, kind of the question, the thing we've been talking about all season long is you, you point out that obviously Seattle should want to keep him. But when a guy wants to leave, do you keep him? because it's contractual or do you let them leave because, I mean, who wants someone that doesn't want to play in your city? Well, I think
1: uh, like, yeah, I think, and let's just say, uh, let's use Russell and Seahawks as an example, say for whatever reason, and I don't know the reasons Russell wants to leave, uh, nor do I care, but just say he wants to leave. and, And the organization says we want him to stay here and play unless, we get what we want, mm-hmm. and, and you, you hold everyone to the fire for that. You say, we'll give, it, we'll give you a Russell, but we want two number ones in a, in a second round and a third round over the next two years. I, I don't know what to ask, yes. Uh, yeah,
0: it's got to, that, you know, and that, that's important. You got, you, got, uh, you got a valuable piece of you – know, let's be honest, it's a commodity. You have a valuable commodity there. You're not going to give it away. So no, you know, they're going to need a quarterback, right? I don't even know who backs up Russell Wilson. They're going to need a QB, right? Big. I, I assume they're going to need someone, someone who's established, and I want to train, you know, start to get a young guy and, and teach him the system. Do they want to rebuild from the bottom up?
1: Well, I think I think there's a couple of things you got to look at. If you if you want to continue in the present as far as competing for a Super Bowl, and you let Russell Wilson go or you trade him. I think you have to pick up a I I don't know who their backup is presently, but I think you got to go with a veteran, proven guy that's been around, uh, much like Tampa Bay did with Tom Brady. Now you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know it's got to be someone who can give you several good years, if not more, um, and and at a reasonable price. And then you you draft someone. Uh, to groom along the way, or you trade for a young kid somewhere and let him, you know, learn the ropes a little bit, why you're trying to win presently. If you don't do that, I think you're, you're sending the message and, and maybe, maybe you're okay with it. You send the message that we're starting over.
0: That's a big bill though. When you, when you, st- yeah, yes. I, I mean, then, then, then I what's your, why you,
1: you, I don't know why, you know, they're either in the playoffs or, are competing for it every year and have been for wasn't that long ago they were they won a super bowl and then they lost one uh you know they're, they're a player or two away from right back there again if, if russell stays um i i just i don't understand the logic it, I, and i'm not saying they're they're doing this but i don't understand the logic when teams Maybe not publicly tell you that they're starting over and it's going to be kind of some tough and lean years along the way. Uh, when you don't have to, why not? Why not compete for the Super Bowl and the playoffs every year if, if you if you've kind of been doing that and that's kind of your mo?
0: Keep K- you know, one of the teams that that was was looking at Russell or, or, or expressed interest in, in Russell or. Maybe the other way around. Maybe as Russell was saying, this is a team I would go to with, with the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Carr's been pretty good, but he can't bring home the playoff win, right? I mean, so what do you do there if you're if you're GM and or, or Gruden? You know, I, uh, I think the Raiders. I mean, I, I think Russell would be a good
1: fit, but I I, I don't think they need him. Um, I, I saw a lot of improvement, in David Carr, uh, or is it Derek? Derek. I always get them confused, but I like Derek. I, I, think, I think he's got the perfect coach to mentor him and groom him along. And it showed last year. He, he, his numbers were considerably better. Look, for them to win as many games as they had the last two years after really all the crap that, that Gruden and the Raiders went through with uh, Antonio mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, trading away. What's his name? Went to Chicago. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, me too. Right outside Russia. Uh, But, but, I mean, everyone gave him a lot of grief for that. And, I mean, there was a time there would – and really still, and no offense to the receivers, but you go, who is he – who are are our our starting receivers? Who are our go-to guys?
0: But yet they're winning games and putting up numbers. And and you got to think – if if the raiders are going to get russell wilson where they giving up i don't they're not they're not that deep anywhere i don't think
1: yeah i mean they probably have to give up a, a kings ransom in draft picks um, yeah.
0: and and i think that I,
1: again i think john gruden has done a, an unbelievable job of of kind of band-aid and and keeping mm-hmm. the, the team together well enough to compete I mean, they're, they're almost in the playoffs the last two years.
0: That team had so many shining – the reason why I know this, I I bet Las Vegas a lot of weeks. They had they had weeks where I, I – and I pretty much bet them every week, and, and I was like sure I was going to lose, and they came – they just blew people out. I said, like, whoa, that, that was going to come back the next week, and they should – you know, they're favored by four, yeah, and they, they lose – And they get blown by, out. Yeah, and they get blown out. Yeah, it, that,
1: I, oh. think, I think, you know, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about because late in the year there were some games that they played that – I thought you know all the games they won. This is going to be an easy one. I think that's where youth and inexperience have reared their ugly head. Mm -hmm. Uh, They 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 play they play up when they play good teams, and for whatever reason, play down when they play teams equal to them.
0: Still pisses me off that Super Bowl fifty-five LV. Wasn't in Las Vegas LV with a brand new stadium with a brand new team. That was was the NFL dropped the ball on that one, Brett. What's this? Baker Mayfield saw a UFO. He and his wife saw a UFO. (laughs) Can you talk to me about Baker without
1: getting in trouble? I I, I don't want you to get in trouble. But when I read that, I I chuckled, you know, and I I thought to myself, now why did I chuckle? It just sounds goofy. (laughs) Doesn't he? I think, seen, I, I think I've seen. I think I've seen a couple of UFOs throughout my life. I think the ones that I saw when I was really young. Yeah. There's an easy, easy explanation for. Mm-hmm. Me. Uh, mm-hmm. Older, maybe not so much, but you're a little bit afraid to, you know, to to tell the public, uh, unless you're a, you know, a United States Air Force pilot who w- was outran by something that was looking like a dinner plate.
0: Are you a, uh, are you a conspiracy guy with the uh, area 51 and UFOs? You know, I
1: I, I, I want to believe uh, now. Let me, uh, let me say this. I think that there's a very, very, very good chance that there's life other than earth. Much better, much better chances of there being that aliens or uh, you know people somewhere else than sasquatch i want to believe in bigfoot so bad i don't know exactly why but i i just i keep falling back on me and my wife were watching this uh, sh- show on it the other night and i i'm like you would you find they're able to find dinosaur bones 150 million years old but we can't find a bone from bigfoot I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that people haven't seen something that, that you can mistake for, but you find, find bear carcasses. You find yep. woolly mammoth, but you can't find Bigfoot. I mean, he's, is he that reclusive?
0: And Rob's playing a little, uh, a little, oh, the thing. X-Files music. <laughs> X-Files, probably the best, my favorite series of all time. I think remember you're not really paranoid. It's not paranoia if they're really after you. Isn't that, what you Isn't that the, one of the lines that <laughs> David Duchovny used That's to right, say? Right, yeah. yeah. Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not following you. Yeah. Uh. But they would always, it was always explainable at the end. You always thought it was some sort of alien thing happening. Like, oh, you mean some sort of magnetic force that was from that big battery over there that caused shit to move? <laughs> it's always <laughs> explainable. No. It's such a letdown. Like occasionally, I watch
1: Ancient Aliens. My oldest daughter, Brittany, absolutely loves the show. She and her husband, and so I check it out from, from time to time. And you, and you know that there, there there is something too, and not just on this show. Some of the, you know the the old civilizations and stuff. Some of their their dr- writings on the rock walls and uh, you, you know depict some type of spaceship you and you wonder how some of the things got moved. Some of the stones got moved and Stonehenge is one that comes to mind, but th- there's other even, I mean, to, to think that a hundred
0: ton stone could be moved 3000 years ago. You know why you, Brett is the perfect guy to weigh in on this? Cause he took geology in college.
1: Absolutely. States and capitals. (laughs) States and
0: capitals.
1: (laughs) I have since, uh, uh, refreshed myself and I know that that is geography.
0: (laughs) You wore that hat. Don't forget. Don't forget. Number four. That saved me. That saved me. True story. Just show up. Just show up. Um, not because we don't go too far into politics, but President Biden's dogs got thrown out of the White House because they they, <laughs> they bit him. <laughs> uh, how about that? It wasn't our friend Trump's dogs? I don't think he had a dog in the White House. Oh, was it Trump? Trump left the dogs for him. So they, no, so they would bite him. Remember when he moved into the White House and, and or he's moving into the White House and all of a sudden he he like had a cast on his one of those walking casts on his ankle he said he he jumped up to grab the dog by the tail and he broke his ankle meanwhile that was the fastest recovery from a broken ankle in history but but what the hell do you think is going to happen if you keep pulling dog's tail right yeah no kidding you learn that when you're eight okay what's this other one rob donnie marshall spent nearly a decade in the nba is calling uh, wisconsin you got frustrated the refs do we have some audio on that
1: yeah, I'll play this for you just because it, uh, it it kind of caught me off guard. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought you guys would enjoy it. So here That's you go. How many times are we going to this monitor, man? Yeah, it's, it's four or I five mean, it's times like,
0: today, yeah. It, it, let's go to the monitor. Go to the monitor. It's like it's like watching a movie with my wife. It's like, pause. She keeps talking. Okay, pause. What now? Pause. What now? Let's. We don't need to keep going here. Let's just get through this. DJ and Bo are He was frustrated
1: with the refs continuing to go to the replay monitor and likened it to his wife talking through a movie. I think that's the last time that they've watched them. We'll watch a movie together. Yeah. (laughs) More than likely. Uh, Well, you know, in some ways, he's got a point, though, as far as the technology has advanced considerably uh, for instant replay, and uh, whether that be for pro football or college basketball but they still don't get it right. And, um, you know, they're all about speeding up games and and all sports, but I'm I'm like, if you're going to, if you're going to take five minutes or 10 minutes total of review time, you better get it right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I'm all for the replay. Just keep it, keep it moving guys. Keep get you know, but you know, they're like everyone else. Right, I'm, I'm convinced that, you know, representatives and senators, they like the camera time, too, so they, they think of anything they can do to stay on camera. And, by the way, when you're waiting for the ref to figure out what the call is, guess where the camera is on, on them waiting for them.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know how college basketball works, but I know NFL, there, there's usually a replay official in the booth or in the in the home office in New York. Who who is making that call? Because a lot of times you and I, the average fan, as we're watching and they show the replay, you go, "That's a no brainer," but yet they get it wrong. <laughs> they get it wrong. And then what the, you know what they do is at the end of the year they come up with a different definition of what pass to interference. cover that. Yeah, what's pass interference? Right? Complete the complete the 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 catch. You know, two steps with the ball secure, but what about two steps, the ball's secure and you hit the ground, it bounces out.
0: Mm-hmm. I love a football move. Yeah. I mean, isn't, isn't that in and of itself discretionary? What's a football I move? What it isn't?
1: I, I thought you moved based <laughs> on what's going on in the game. Could be forward, backwards, left, right, spin, but what you're saying is there is a rhyme and a reason. So Barry Sanders does does he make football moves or is that a non
0: football move? Yeah, I don't know, but I I think you leave it up to a ref to make too many decisions. I like I love I love the instant replay. I like I like it in the hands of 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 cameras and computers and and take all the all the bullshit calls out of the game. I think the game would be a lot more fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. One last topic before we go. Um, Elon Musk, but that's a double topic. Elon Musk is, I think as of this taping, he is again, the most, the richest man on the planet. He's going back and forth every time Bitcoin and Tesla stock goes up. He's the richest. If it crashes, he's the other day lost 30. He lost $30 billion in a day because Tesla and Bitcoin went down. By the way, I just thought throw back out there, Bitcoin back up to 54,000 poncho. Your man Poncho, every time it goes up, makes him crazy. And you yeah. called me the other night. Yeah. What happened? I, someone, some, one of your friends well, or my, someone got
1: a kind of Ethereum. Son-in-law, so my son-in-law, and I sent you the name of the, the cryptocurrency. I, I, I don't remember it right offhand. If you're... Ethereum. Yeah, I've never heard of it, but he's been offered. So he and a bunch of his buddies... Uh all went in together and bought some, some, uh, I don't know, just say girl Girl scout cookies or something like that. Um, it was, it was for charity and each one put their name in the hat to win this cryptocurrency. Uh, and they probably all were like me thinking, what the hell, you know, you know, (laughs) what is that good for? So he, my son-in-law wins it. And right away he was offered 60,000. And then that has increased to my knowledge, as of two days ago, it's, it's right at close to 100,000 for that cryptocurrency. one of those and uh, of course, I sent you a message wondering or really more advice to give to him of what he should do with it. I mean, right out of the gates, you get offered 50 to 100,000
0: you know, there's, remember something. what I said, remember what I said, hold on to it, keep it, yeah. <laughs> hold it, keep it. It's going to the moon. It's going, well. Elon Musk is right. It's going to to the moon, to the moon, Bitcoin now 54,000 as we speak. Um, would, and we talked about this, would you go to the, go to Mars, right? Would you go to Mars, but would you take one of these, these trips? I think there's a couple of billionaires who are now they've bought onto SpaceX to, Rob, what is it? Circle the globe or something? Just go into the... Uh,
1: They have a couple of these uh, space hotels they're working on now. That's the new thing.
0: These big, giant, rotating space hotels. I'm in, man. Brett, you in? Are we
1: in? Uh, That's more doable than going to Mars. Uh, (laughs) You know, I I think about The Martian, which was a great movie. Matt Damon is uh, growing plants and and stuff out there. It kind of looked cool. I don't envision it being that way if uh, the carburetor breaks down, and we can't
0: leave Mars. The carburetor? I'm pretty sure they're not putting carburetors on the spaceships, let alone any car after 1995. Maybe <laughs> so I think it's uh, I think it's fuel injection. If, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> you you get my drift. I do. I know exactly where you're going with that. Well, I'm holding my Bitcoin. I'm holding my Bitcoin until. Uh, Four hundred thousand, I'll make a decision at four hundred K per Bitcoin. That's about eight times where it is right now.
1: I think you should keep it. Keep it. That's what that's that's my, my, my buddy Poncho has got razor blades at his wrist as we speak.
0: Poor Poncho. The more the, we talk about it, the more he wants
1: to gouge.
0: For the people who don't who weren't here for the first couple of shows, Poncho, who was with Brett on the on the launch show in Atlanta. Um, Said that he was given at one point, I think what was it, 180 Bitcoin? We were worth about a you know, a couple hundred a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks each for a, a yeah. rental on a property and he he it's he sold, sold it and made thirty grand on it. But we what do we do, the math on it? Is, is worth like nine million dollars now? Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I love reminding him too.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, he he's Poncho's great. We gotta get Pancho on one of these. Hey, Brett. Um IP Vanish, we talked about IP Vanish a couple of times earlier in the show. We want to take one more minute and thank our friends at IP Vanish for doing an amazing job keeping us safe online. We all spend a lot of time online, and IP Vanish is helping to keep your data safe. And private. So remember, IP Vanish is a VPN, a virtual private network that can be used on computers, tablets, phones, anything that's electronic that has an IP address. That's important because what you're doing on the Internet isn't my business. What you're doing isn't my business. And it's no one else's business either. IP Vanish helps you remain anonymous and secure on the Internet.
1: IP vanishes is just 349 a month or just $27.99 a year, and it helps protect your online privacy and security, which is really important today.
0: Now, what does $349 get you per month? It gets you anonymous IP addresses. It helps you circumvent any online censorship and gets you protection when using public Wi-Fi. can't stress how important that is. They steal everything you're doing when you walk through an airport or a school or, or wherever you are where you're using the public Wi-Fi. They grab all all your data, plus 24-7 email, chat, or even phone support with IPVanish. Just give them a call, email them, do whatever you got to do. Once again, a killer deal. You're getting 65% off right now at IPVanish.com. Make sure you add Farv in the promo code, IPVanish.com slash Farv.
1: So go to IPVanish.com slash FARV to claim your sixty-five percent savings.
0: Yeah, they have plans starting at just three forty nine a month or twenty seven ninety-nine a year, and they're offering sixty-five percent off for our listeners. Vanish is the best of the best, even rated four point seven out of five on trustpilot with more than six thousand reviews. Remember, it's Ipvanish.com slash Farv. Get the deal of lifetime and start protecting yourself online. Before we go, Brett, I just wanted to point out we had Megan Kelly this week. Last week we had Adam Carroll. This week we have Megan Kelly. Next week, one of your close friends, a guy who lives probably within a couple miles of where I am right now, uh, Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, the
1: that good, good dude, man. You know, and we, we talk about it. He uh, he, he was was the number one band, the front man for Hootie and the Blowfish. And lo and behold, he transitions over to country music. People were wondering what in the heck is he thinking. And he is just has taken off.
0: Yeah. Rob, we got to get wagon wheel and, and a couple of the other, his famous, his, it won't Rally be popular. like this for long is another one. Oh, it won't be like, all right. So we'll get a couple of songs. Maybe we'll, we'll mix them in. We can get, maybe get Darius to, to, to sing along a little bit. I did a, uh, at Sinclair, I did a, uh, I did a, a show with Ted Nugent and Ted broke out his acoustic guitar and just went through, you know, just his, his greatest hits, Stranglehold and Wang Dang Sweet Puntang. I can say it. I guess I can. Uh, it's the title of a song. Oh, right? just canning? He <laughs> just went crazy. And then the, the producers call about a day before it's supposed to air, and they say, you sure we got rights to play these? I'm like, he freaking wrote and sang the songs. You better be able to play play these songs on an air. So anyway, Ted Nugent. We'll get he here. Have you met Ted?
1: I have not, but he's a big hunter like I am. Yeah, he is a hundred percent. That guy loves the hunt. In fact, yeah, I, think, had the, I think his number one passion is is shooting, absolutely. shooting bows and
0: uh, absolutely and hunting. Absolutely. In fact, when we did that special, I've known him for about ten years or so. But we did that special when I did the special with you. When I came down to Hattiesburg, and and, and for both of you guys, we had to taper on your hunting schedules. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the way it works.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure Ted's schedule's a little tighter because I mean he he's he's gone
0: Is it is it? oh, uh, well, let's let's call it. Because I know like, is this a season where I can give him a call and say, "Hey, Ted, you want to come on the, on the podcast?" Or is he? Yeah, gonna I be think good? He, I think it's all good right now. Okay. I don't, there's not much to hunt this time of year. We'll get Rob and Brito to give him a call so you can get him on. And and like I said, he'll play some guitar with us. It's a, it's, it's a blast. Um, and always everyone, if you remember, if you're listening to us, that means you're online, please subscribe, but also rate and review the podcast because that gets us on the list and that gets the word out. Brett, Any, any final thoughts before we, uh, we say goodbye for another week.
1: No, uh, you know, uh, we covered a lot. Um, It's going to be interesting, you know. Obviously, I relate to football uh, more than anything, so I'm I'm curious to see what happens with with Russell, if anything. Uh, Other than that,
0: we'll see what pops up between now and then. All right, we'll see everyone next week, Brett, my man. I'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. You got it.
1: What about Brett Favre?
0: Follow the show on Twitter for the latest news and links to all our social media channels. Bowling with Favre is executive produced by Ali Brito and Rob Jenners. This has been a presentation of Live by Lives Podcast One. What's better than courtside seats? Free sports on Pluto TV. Hey, sports fans, get all your sports free on Pluto TV. Pluto TV is your home for sports. Watch 24-7 channels of MLB, MLS, MMA, sports news and analysis, plus documentaries, TV shows, and movies, all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device.